Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the tax man. He may not be a superhero, but Tony Morrow has saved many retirement plans with his nearly superhuman knowledge of tax planning strategies. It's time for Plan with the Tax Man. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. It's Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow and myself. And we're going to talk about red flags and maybe how to spot those if you are shopping for an advisor or thinking about getting a new one, the first one, whatever the case might be. We're going to go through some content that might give you some insight as to uh, whether it's a red flag or not. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's just something to ponder, but some could be more, you know, kind of dramatic than others. So we'll see how that goes. Tony, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Starting yeah. to start to warm up here, you know, at the beginning of June and all is good. Looking that is true. Summer. That is true. Yeah. We are into our June podcasts. So this is uh, the first of early June here. This We're dropping this. We're, we're doing this one quick today. We're doing this one today. It's the 9th, and we're going to put it out today on the 9th as well. So we are All hopping right. and bopping right along. And so red flags, Tony, um, you know, they're out there in just about every walk of life, right? So yes. we see them on all sorts of things, and usually we're pretty good at spotting these things. So let's go through a few financial ones and see if we can discuss whether or not they are a red flag or at least something to be, you know, kind of have an eye on, okay? All right. Um, you've been doing this a long time, right? So you've had, as, as an early uh, advisor, earlier on in your career or whatever the case is, maybe this applies to more people, this first one. So that, that advisor, that professional who works with people of all ages and all levels of wealth. I, I kind of see this one as a, it could be a red flag and it might not be. There's a couple of ways you could look at this. Uh, if they're young and they're starting out, they are trying to work with everybody. They're trying to get a book of business going, so on and so forth. Uh, and maybe that is a red flag. But then again, it could be an advisor who has been doing this a long time. Uh, they've got a lot of retired clients, but then they're also helping the, those retired clients, their kids, and maybe even their grandkids. That's so right. it's it's kind of a little catch-22. But what do you think about that concept of an advisor who works with all ages, all wealths? I do think, like you say, it's definitely, there's two ways to look at that one. Uh, for sure. And I remember when I was young in the business, and of course, back then, you know, it, it was a lot different, you know, the oh, sure, yeah. advisors were, you know, uh, basically uh, selling it, you know, and, and fewer and far between, right? Everybody's an advisor yeah. now. So, yeah. And so, you know, back in those days, you know, as a young advisor, you were, you were looking to work with anybody, you know, because you didn't have any clients. Yeah. You got to eat too, right? <laughs> yeah. You got it. Yeah. You know, nowadays it's, it's a lot different, you know, there, there's fee only, there's asset based, you know, ways that we as advisors get paid. But I think on the, on the side of maybe a potential red flag, if you're looking for an advisor is, you know, you probably want to ask some questions and look for somebody that's got some, you know, maybe specialties and whatnot. You, you certainly don't want an advisor you know, who comes at you and says, well, you know, if you don't have $250,000, we're not interested type of thing. Mm -hmm. But okay. you definitely okay. want to, you know, check them out and, and see what types of clients that maybe they have, you know, and see what they generally are, are doing for their clients. I certainly wouldn't turn away a young person, you know, that that's just starting out because obviously, you know, you got to start somewhere. As, it's like it's like know. the old credit card thing. Remember when we were first younger and we we're first trying to get our first credit card just so we yeah. can is they'd say, Well, you need credit to buy a car. And you'd say, Well, yeah. okay, well, how do I get credit? Well, get a credit card or whatever. But then like nobody would give you credit. It's like, well, I can't how do I get credit if I can't get credit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and you know, if if young people, you know, want to have somebody in their corner, I mean, to definitely I wouldn't turn them away. I know, I know that, but some advisors do do that. And you know, and I get it a little bit. 
you know, as far as that goes. But I also get that we don't want to just as advisors, you know, we're always looking for landmines with the clients and clients who this talk is about, you know, looking for landmines with a potential advisor is that, you know, if they're all over the board and they, and they just don't really seem to have any, uh, uh, I don't want to say specialty, but, you know, uh, kind of that, um, that niche, right? Like, it's like, yeah. I guess if you're, you know, because if you're a retiree, you probably want somebody who's who's done this a few times. Mm-hmm. And, and and you could think about it this way, Tony, but up until this recent downturn with the market, right, we've got advisors out there who've been in business 10 years, which sounds fantastic, but they've never seen a prolonged downturn in the market because exactly. it's been up for 12 years, right? Been up for 12 years, you know, and young person comes in my office, I'm going to be 55 this year. And they could look at me and say, boy, this guy, he, he's too old. Yeah, he doesn't know and, what he's talking about, right? Yeah, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, boy, he's not going to be around. He's not into crypto, so he's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, he's not your thing. And and or they could look at it and say, well, you know what? The guy's been around a while. You know, he's seen a lot of, uh, you know, things. Um, a lot of, a lot exactly. of you know, yep. free recessions for me. But, uh, and so, you know, they're looking at that that way as well. But Yeah, so I, I kind of think this is almost like soccer. It's like a yellow card. It right? is. Not a red flag yet. Yeah, not a red flag. Just okay. kind of, I would say yellow. Okay, I like that. Uh, all right, the good news advisor, and I'm going to combine this one actually, uh, and and number four. I had this. I had top five, but I think I can combine mm-hmm. these two together, and actually, we'll yeah. just do a top four. Um, the good news advisor, or the advisor that says, "Oh, don't worry about the market; it always comes back." Well, that is true, right? So, yes, the market does historically come back, but what is your time horizon? You know, my brother is 63, Tony, and he was joking the other day. He's like, I'm getting ready to retire, and this economy is not as good as it was, obviously. He's like, why? He's like, boy, I wish I'd have just been a few years older and would have retired in like 2012 or 2013 because through that bull run we were just talking about, it'd be yeah. a great time to retire, right? Versus retiring. Like, if you retired in 2012, the next 10 years were pretty darn good. But if you retired in 2007, you weren't too happy about those next three. No, no. I would say that this this is a, a flag because, you know, we, we all are going to experience some sort of downturns. And granted, yes, over time, the market does always come back. And, mm-hmm. and that's easy to say, but that's not easy for clients to to hear. Right. You know, when but you got to be able to tell them that. That's that good news portion, right? Like, yeah, I want to work with somebody who's not afraid to say to me, you know, hey, Mr. Killian, you came in, um, you know, you're looking to get retired in three years. Got to tell you, I don't think it's going to happen. And here's why versus mm-hmm. maybe kind of sugarcoating it or, you know, I'd, I'd rather have the the straight truth. Hit me. Go ahead and hit me hard and then tell me how we fix it versus dancing around. Exactly. And when we work with clients, I mean, generally, the only way we work with them is if we can get them in here to, you know, go over goals, go over and actually kind of do it basically of where they're at now and where they want to be in whatever time horizon they're thinking, then I have to break it to them sometimes that with what you're doing and how you're doing it and the time you have left, it's not going to happen. So we either accept what will happen or we got to make some changes uh, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't want to just, you know, tell everybody, well, yeah, everything's going to be fine. You know, as long as you just keep putting money away. Well, if you're right. 60 and don't have anything, you know, that, that's that's not the same as a guy that's 20. Yeah, exactly. You know. Exactly. Yeah, my mom and I both go to the same cardiologist um, office. She sees one advisor who is very, um, everything is kind of, you know, he's, he's always you know very soft-spoken and he talks to her in such a way that, no, you're doing great. Everything's fine. You know, and, and even when she's scared about something, he's very, you know, uplifting, which is great because uh, she needs that. But then I, it didn't work for me. So I see a different guy in the office who's like, hey, put the cheeseburger down, dude. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, he's a lot more direct with me, uh, which I appreciate. So there's also that deliver, uh, delivery style. I think when you're shopping for an advisor, finding that person that's the that's that right balance for you of um, communicating uh, effectively, but also in a way that's you're going to implement that stuff. And that leads me into my my next one here on our list, which is the technical conversation or the or the jargon. Every industry's got it, Tony. I don't think a lot of advisors mean to talk over people's heads. There are some out there, I'm sure, that try to do it with some of the language to make themselves you know, look uh, smarter or whatever the case is. But I think for the most part, you just get into the habit of saying these things. So when you're looking for an advisor, you got to find the one who has a good balance of the technical, but also can make it understandable and relatable. Yes. If you have an advisor that's always just talking about technical jargon yeah. and charts and Alpha uh, graphs. Beta. Yeah, I definitely say big red flag. You know, yeah. not that it, it may not work, but we all have technology and, and things. I have it on the accounting side. We definitely have it on the investment side, you know, where you could do a lot of uh, number crunching very quickly. But really, we like to present it to clients. And obviously, it's easy to say, but, you know, in a way that they can understand, you know, is, is here's where you're at now. Here's what you want. And, and here's how, you know, this is or is not going to happen. And just it, with with some you know simple numbers. Now, we, all of the technology in the background gave us those numbers, but we don't want to generally share a lot of that with the clients. Um, you know, I'll generally bring out a chart or two, but that's it. Most of it's just. I mean, we actually go in the conference room. We're writing it on a whiteboard, you know, because I think they can relate to that uh, quite a bit more than just seeing fancy charts and all this stuff. Right. And, yeah. You know, it's and like it's showing so- clients financials. You know, yeah. they they don't really care about that. They want to know: <laughs> right. Do I have any money or not? Yeah, because also if you're talking about like the strategy, the plan, uh, if it's a little too convoluted or or overly technical, is the person going to even implement it? Because they're going to mm-hmm. maybe get lost in it, right? Yeah. So if you if you need to use some of the big terms, if you need to do some things to kind of uh, show the um, I don't know the impact or the importance, great. But then also again, it's that ability to do both the technical as well as the keeping it simple, so that we can you know relate it and implement it. I think that's yeah. a good. That's where. That's what you're. That's the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you like golf, right? That's the sweet spot. That's right. That's the sweet spot. <laughs> uh, all right. So since I combined those two, let's go to our last one here. Uh, and you know, God gave us two ears, as the saying goes, and one mouth, so we can mm-hmm. listen twice as much. And yes, on the podcast, you and I are talking a lot because it's just you and I. Otherwise, you're tuning into dead air, right? Yeah. Uh, but when you you know have a potential new client coming in, Tony, you're asking some questions, but then you're you're basically should just be listening because we need. You need to get to know me, right? Us, the client or potential client. That's right. And we ask questions and take a lot of notes. And I really try to let them do as much talking as possible. It's amazing. And everybody's like this. People like to talk about themselves. They like to talk about their own problems and whatnot. And everybody knows that guy or gal, friend or or colleague or you know, advisor of any kind that just won't be quiet. And you just want to well, for me, it's like, I, I got to get away from them, you know, type of thing. But I think with an advisor relationship, you know, you want somebody that's going to ask you questions. You you want to pay attention to, you know, are they really listening to what I'm saying or do they constantly keep talking? Because you can tell right away that, and, and I'll tell you a pet peeve of mine, and I hate this, is I'm talking and my wife will do it every once in a while. And she, like, she'll start talking before I'm done. It's like, well, you didn't really even listen to what I said, you know, so how... Uh, yeah, I try not to do that with clients, with anybody really, but we're all guilty of it from time to time because we always want to talk. And uh, I think we do, as as everybody needs to, take a little more time to listen because 
boy, I mean, you can't have a good advisor client relationship without us as advisors listening to what you truly want because every client's different. And that's, that is for sure. Uh, These, and if you think about these things, Tony, they're, they're kind of universal, right? And, and, and so it's, it's some basic stuff, right, that we all kind of feel about these things. And that's when you got to start to get to the nitty gritty. And, you know, our gut goes a long way for things, right? So when you're looking for an advisor, if you're shopping for the first time person or maybe looking to get a second opinion because you don't feel like you're, you're getting the service that you need or want or something's changed or whatever, you know, do your homework, right? Do some of the credential checks and things of that nature. But also when you go in for most advisors do free consultations, mm-hmm. just get a vibe, right? I mean, yeah. and then listen to your Listen to your gut. Sometimes the gut's a, you know, a pretty good indicator. Now, some people will say, yeah. listening probably like, oh, I've got a terrible gut. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you get the idea. Well, it, it's like I said at the beginning, you know, I have a question listed when, when a new client or prospective client comes in mm-hmm. and I'm asking them and I am listening, but I am looking for, like I say, my own, what I, what I call landmines as will this client be a good fit for me as well, mm. you know, okay. and so while I'm gathering information, you know, I'm I'm generally trying to make a, a good vibe decision, uh, you know, on are are they going to listen to me? Are they going to be calling me every day just, you know, because they saw something on CNN? You know, cuz you can get those vibes, you know, both ways and and it has to be a good relationship, but you know, you as as the client need to do the same thing a little bit, you know, and uh yep, and make sure that the person's right for you. Exactly. So there you go. So some possible potential red flags to look for when shopping for an advisor. Uh, hopefully that helps you out a little bit. If you've got some questions, need some help, or just want to do a little shopping of your own and sit down with Tony, if you're not already working with him, well, then stop by the website, yourplanningpros.com. That's yourplanningpros.com. Tony is an EA and a CFP with over 20 years of experience in the industry at Tax Doctor Inc. And of course, again, you can find him online at yourplanningpros.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Plan with the Tax Man, on whatever app you like to use. You can also find those links on the website as well. Tony, thanks for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate your time as always. Hope you have a good week. All right. We'll take care. Yep, absolutely. We'll see you next time. And again, make sure you're sitting down having those conversations that you need to do for yourself and watch out for those red flags. This has been Plan with the Tax Man with Tony Morrow. Securities offered through Avantax Investment Services, SM. Member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Avantax Advisory Services. Insurance services offered through an Avantax-affiliated insurance agency.